The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Teen show. I'm Brandon, and this is my classmate, Jessica. Hello. This edition of Old Teen Show covers the first and only season of the short-lived 1992 show, The Heights, the story of a local rock band of 20-somethings called The Heights, living in a suburb called The Heights. The show is called The Heights. Today, we are discussing the seventh episode, No Place Like Home, or... JT's Joyride, one of the two. Jessica, what's going on with the Heights this week? Stan helps a boy whose mother's been let out of prison. Jody and Dizzy look for a new home. Hope, JT, and Lenny deliver a car to an accused drug dealer. All right, and this one's directed by James Heyman, written by Eric Roth and Tony Spiridakis. Heyman, our first new director since, I think, episode two. Um, he was the director of photography for Buffy the Vampire Slayer this same year. He ran the camera on Jim Jarmusch's Stranger Than Paradise. But this guy's mainly a lifer in TV as a producer-director. This episode is, is his directorial debut, and he went on to do Law and Order, Lois and Clark, ER, Northern Exposure, Sopranos, Joan of Arcadia, Ugly Betty, Heart of Dixie, The Mentalist, Longmire, and NCIS, New Orleans. This is another special episode of The Heights, not like JT and his drunk dad special, but it's another mm-hmm. one because the recording Jessica and I viewed had commercials again yes ding, 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 ding. So, it's exciting to go back in time to 1992 yes and be a kid yes this is like our, our version of like rick and morty's what like interdimensional cables that was called yes yes this is like our version the great way so we it's just, like you want to watch the commercials yeah and what's we the just, product oh yeah yeah i'll watch this that's great so every once in a while we're gonna hit this and just talk about the commercials so let's talk about these commercials were some that stood up to you. Obviously, the Reese's. Oh yeah, uh, that happened you say twice. Reese's or Reese's. Reese's. I always whatever it is, I'll say it both ways. Probably whatever you want. But I yeah, got how the count eats a Reese's, mm-hmm. and you get the little two fang marks in it. And oh my gosh, if that wasn't a staple of like childhood oh, yeah. and Halloween, there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. Time. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but the funny thing is, so I would say Reese's, but have you ever, like, when you say Reese's Pieces, people laugh, and I'm like, all right, whatever, fine. Because Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. I don't know. It's... <laughs> I like that peanut butter chocolate goodness. Yeah. I'm going to point out the most important commercial of all of them in here, the Taco Bell commercial. Oh. <laughs> it had some, like, Brian Setzer knockoff guy playing guitar. I, I did... I dug deep in a hole researching because of this commercial because I thought it was Brian Setzer. It's not. It's just some knockoff guy. There's some woman eating. It's about burritos, okay? 1992 at Taco Bell found the debut of something called the Chilito. 
the Chilito in Spanish didn't mean quite what Taco Bell thought it could be for their brand, so they had to change it. Later that year, it became the Chili Cheese Burrito, which is one of my ultimate favorite menu items of all time at Taco Bell, which was discontinued somewhere in the early 2000s. Oh and my gosh, long, this is huge for you. This I long huge. I long for the Chili Cheese Burrito. Um, I loved it. I would always get one. They also have something called a Mexi Melt. Not the same thing. It's, it's a melted kind of small burrito thing. It's got pico de gallo, cheese, beef, and like some sort of hot sauce on it. But the chili cheese burrito was like this chili mix that already had cheese in it, but then they put more cheddar. They put a special hot sauce that isn't the same as their hot sauce kind of thing in it. And then they would put it in that little like humidifier thing and roll it up. And it was just gooey, delicious. It was amazing. Some places for Taco Bells would keep it or be able to do it, but they can't because the chili mixture is something that not all the stores keep and it was only used for that item. Um, I know a lot of different it's a cult item i know a lot of different fans of it uh, i've talked to people that uh about the chili cheese burrito i've been told here in town there is a taco bell that will make it for you if you tell them and I, really there's rumors that it's like one of those secret menu items that's false they can't just oh no they wouldn't one. be like a mexican you know no yeah. mexican pizza but, no. but you have the stuff and you've been making it for now nah. mm-hmm. i had someone tell me that they had somewhere where they could make it for them but i don't think they can do that anymore it hasn't been a while but um, there are certain cities in the United States where it was super popular that it has been kept. Like you can find it on Taco Bell's website. They do list it on their website, but you, there used to be a uh, like a chili cheese burrito finder website, like a, a website oh, wow. dedicated to finding the chili cheese burrito. Um, that's been taken down. That got taken down, but Taco Bell did feed that guy information because they saw it and they're like, oh, well, here's where we still have it. So they would actually have it. And a lot of them uh, in Ohio, apparently, Columbus area still carries it. Um, Colorado and St. Louis apparently still have the chili cheese burrito. Um, it's one item that they've never brought back. Uh, they brought back a lot of stuff. And I guess the chili cheese burrito guy who had the finder site. Um, yeah, the Heights. And you're hearing about chili cheese burritos. <laughs> Because it's fucking 1992, people. I just realized that, but I don't care. This is my chili cheese Righteous burrito congressman, tangent. Congressman, tag Taco Bell, get it back nationwide. What are we doing? This like, is my chili cheese on. burrito tangent. I loved the fucking thing. Um, it's already I, out there. Just put it everywhere. Yep, you, know? you, you kept the cheesy gordita crunch. This thing is like that, but on the side menu items. Like it, oh, it's so good. Um, I love the chili cheese burrito. Um, it was there with like, I would get like one of those and a couple double decker tacos and that would be maybe pintos and cheese with a side of chips. That's a thing I like, um, which it, it, they always look at me weird. Like I'm not gonna eat that with a fucking spoon. I want chips to dip that shit in. So yeah, but the chili cheese burrito, that commercial, I might've got misty. I Jessica, I might've got, Aww, misty. So, I yeah. feel like if you're at a location, if you go to a taco bell and you see it, just take a picture, tag you know, Brandon. Take Maybe pictures of the chili go. cheese burrito. Send me one. Fucking send me one. I don't care if it's stale. Yeah. I'm not going to eat it, but it'd be nice. I'll take I'll take cheese. Or if you find a way to keep it refrigerated and mail it and I can reheat it, let's do it. But uh, I want the chili cheese burrito back. Uh, this is my tangent for that. But let's talk about other com- commercials that we witnessed during this episode. I also learned about a, a series I completely forgot about called Catwalk. Mm. <laughs> 1992 to yeah. 1995. 
Yeah. And those commercials, just the promos and the teases for that were so cheesy. Their, their dreams yeah. are just a beat away. Oh my gosh. I can't, I giggled the entire time. I love it. It's so bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. And this is a local. So there was the, um, it was, a, there were some local commercials. There was a, uh, Inwood Furniture, uh, where they all have North Dakota accents on there. Inward Furniture. Inward Furniture. Uh, And uh, there was a um, a church, uh, our uh, our, like our Savior's Lutheran Church. There's like a local Mm -hmm. one Um, on 90210 this week. uh, 90210 senior year. uh, Brenda Walsh will never be the same. (sighs) Why? What happens? Don't know. Don't know. We'll have to watch. Um, there's a Evander Holyfield Sega boxing game. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> that was cool. Tampax had a, a commercial. Uh, trust trust is Tampax. That was their slogan. Um. Oh, this one was funny. The pregnancy test commercial where the couple couples like super fucking relieved they're not pregnant. Yeah. Like, it is. <laughs> it is anti-pregnancy as hell. Like they're like, oh my god, this is not the right time. Or like, hey, they, don't, they know their demo. Who's watching? People that's true. that could yeah. be having sex that are not ready for a child. True. So. But I've never seen one so down in the dead. They're always like, oh, and this one was like, oh fuck, my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing your friend Rhonda. We're leave. I'm leaving you in like a week. Whoo! Like you know, it was. It was good. Uh, what else? I forgot. There was this. Uh, I can't think. I thought it was not pantyhose or leggings or mm-hmm. something like that. And it, it was even called now. I think oh, I yeah. was so excited. I forgot to write stuff down. I was like, awesome. Um, um, great, great job, Jessica. I'm glad I brought it up. This local affiliate syndicated Highlander the series. Uh, there was a commercial for that. Thank you, um, Sioux Falls Fox affiliate, whoever recorded this and put it on YouTube. Right. Yes. Uh, and of course, the TV Guide commercial. Where like the TV was talking to you, I was like, "Hey, See, it's me, your TV." Watch, I feel like I remember being told, "Don't watch TV in the dark; it'll hurt your eyes." Yep, yep, that was the very that. end. Yep, and it's like, guess what? We're fine. Mm-hmm. Doing all We're right. We're fine. I used to sit right on top of the TV as a kid. The couch, mm-hmm. like, because it was in the corner, mm-hmm. and so I would lean against like the arm of the couch that was on the ground because you had the big TVs just mm-hmm. on the ground. Oh, I was just on top of it, like at oh, an yeah. angle. My kids 2020 will, now. My kids will bad. lay in front of the TV. They'll lay down. They'll look, but are they, the screens we have probably are better on your eyes to look at them. While yeah. we're doing oh heck no! Just oh like big box TV. <laughs> oh yeah. So yes, thank you. Those commercial. I I look forward to more episodes. That when I see the time code, there. If I see the time code and it's like fifty some minutes, I'm like, we have commercials. <laughs> I love it when there's movie trailers too, though. Oh like yeah. The last a uh, couple of episodes back, we had some old movie trailers. Yeah, yeah. School ties. How often you go on and it's like, let's go watch some older. I'm a sucker for old marketing, like mm-hmm. especially when it comes to film and television show, like film and television shows. So I like old trailers, old TV spots, uh, radio spots sometimes. Um, but I always like at the end when they like, they have the trailer voice and it goes to this and it'll say the title and then you get starts Friday at a theater near you. <laughs> I was, I have a nostalgic, like, I love that. Like some other guy from local, I'd go like, Playing at the Phillips Six downtown, like, <laughs> like and he just, he just, you know, he doesn't do trailers. He's right. like, he's like, hey, it's Super Fifty Five Facts. He's like, and you, you got the, the deepest trailer voice guy to be followed with. Now playing at the Lamley Drive-In this weekend, double featured with 
Short Circuit 2. Oh, that's a great movie. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. Who wants to try to five? I don't even care about that guy's voice. Yes. It was enough to convince me to go. Check local papers for listings. (laughs) Like, I love that shit. Like, what we, like, I'm not saying trailers aren't cool. Now I watch them too and stuff. I think they're, they're, they can be an art form on their own, but I really miss, we've, just gotten rid of the trailer narration, the trailer voice that got I you. I forget that guy too. Was I yeah. forgot what his name was? But there's, in a there's, world, there's a terrific movie called In a World with Lake Bell, which is about the trailer voice kind of oh. people. It's a it's a good one. It's a funny movie. It's a little indie film where everybody's vying for the big summer blockbuster gig of doing the trailer voice for it, and it it's uh, oh, yeah. about a yeah Don LaFontaine. Don LaFontaine. What a man. Just mm-hmm. hearing that, and you forget it's been so long since like a trailer's included, like because when he passed. But oh my gosh, even like going back and watching Adam Sandler trailers, I think it might have been Big Daddy, and I was mm-hmm. like, ah, ah, I love it. This trailer's so cheesy. It's amazing. Oh yeah, fantastic. Adam Sandler is back today. And how many? Wait, I gotta ask you because you'd probably know. Like, I feel like he has used more than once. Quite times, Hall and Oates. You make my dreams come true. How many times does he use that in a trailer? Like, uh, like I, don't bump, bump, I don't know about bump, a trailer. Bump. I know it's in Wedding Singer. Okay, a little so, bump, mm, uh, uh, mm, yeah. Um, and he might have used it in... Like, I feel like it starts out like a couple of his trailers. Like, because I was thinking about that the other day. It came on uh, the radio and I was like, oh yeah, like I, like I know there's at least one Adam Sandler trailer he uses, but I feel like he's used it a couple times to like use it for the start of his trailer before it really right. got into the... I might just go back and uh, watch all the Adam Sandler trailers now. Like, I'm super pumped about it. I feel like there's some Cars music in there, maybe, mm-hmm. somewhere. But definitely Uncut Gems. It was probably that one. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Most stressful movie ever. Oh, gosh. So good, though. Mm-hmm. So good. All right. Well, thank you for this. Uh, thank you for enjoying our commercial break. So now we'll <laughs> go to The Heights uh, this week. Um, this one got led in with How Do You Talk to an Angel? Like, I hadn't done that before. I was like, oh, well. Welcome back. Best song of the show so far. Um, and Rita, Alex, Stan, and some kid named Tyree, they're fishing. And uh, this one revolves around, uh, so Stan has a cousin. There's a third cousin who had this kid, Tyree. She had drug problems, went to jail. She was dealing. She has a the kids with a guardian. The guardian was put in place by... Stan's dad and now the mom's out of jail and she wants custody of the kid. So there's this whole I also want to stress what a technically technically a third cousin means you share a third set of grandparents. So a third cousin, like your first cousin, you share grandparents. Mm-hmm. Your second is great grandparents. So the third cousin share great great grandparents. No. Well, well is like it maybe it's like a first cousin well, no, twice like, removed, so, or a second so like, cousin once removed. But so like wasn't like your you have your first cousin and then your mm-hmm. cousin's kid would be your, your second first cousin, cousin. once re- nope first nope. cousin once removed. Once removed. Okay. Okay. Something like that. Welcome to this podcast about <laughs> your cousin uh chart. Uh we're gonna go through the ancestry. If there's any question of relation, here. don't date them. Don't <laughs> Don't date that. Same last name could lead back to the same place at some point in the timeline. Like this. At the same point, you know what? Maybe their family actually likes each other, so they all kept in touch. That's cool. Yeah. It's pretty kind. It's kind Maybe. of. Far. I don't know any third cousins. So yeah, I showing off in the heights. In the heights, not the the film. Um, 
in the heights the the show here the heights um, so, yeah sorry so in have- comma the heights <laughs> <laughs> right i don't know where you are heights i don't even know where you are even yeah. in this episode where was the heights i'll wait i'll wait so so yeah it got this drama where the kid finds out that the mom's like like the guardian's like this woman's a junkie she can't do this or whatever and uh, he goes to visit the mom and he's like, look, why don't you just back off? And she's like, what the fuck is my kid? And so, and all this whole time, this kid's like, Hey, I want to go. And then Tyree shows up at band practice and like gets pissed because he won't, because Stan won't tell him where his mom is. And he runs off and he like falls off the building. <laughs> Apparently they were on a second floor or I don't understand that. Was it a barn loft? I don't um, he know. just ran out and then he fell onto again. Was it like a dumpster? I can't even remember yeah. now. But like, yeah, how did you just like fall off? You ran out of the window, right? What are you, Cersei Lannister? Not Cersei with the the kid Lannister. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was crazy. It you, but it's like, yeah, there's no floor there anymore um, because you could see the outside. Yeah. And then Stan's just like, huh? And he kind of walks over, like, oh no, he fell down because there's no floor there <laughs> right right he wasn't like running and sprinting really he's just like oh uh. uh, yeah it's yeah it's okay. and then like yeah stan's dad's not a fan of her he's like best for her to stay the hell out of the way um but they meet the guardian and the mother meet because stan invites her to the waiting room at the doctor's office just a little chat and then they invite to a meeting uh of that she has to go to for her drug thing to and Tyree gets to go to that and they see stuff so he can see that his mom's problem and I I couldn't I couldn't get so the mom's like the guardian can keep him but I can she basically see realized that that guardian was doing what was best for him by mm-hmm. he was getting piano lessons he was learning chores he was learning respect he was like going to church he was just doing a bunch of stuff that she's like I can't do all that right now holy crap and I don't want to take it away from him so Maybe I think she's realized that he should stay with that guardian. Because yeah. That's what's best for the child for now. And she still had some work to do. Right. So it's like, I was like, what? A, this is a great message in this episode that you see a parent do what's best for the kid, even though it's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, yeah, it's a tough story but, that I think they, it's kind of some goofiness. Like when he falls off, it looks kind of funny, the building yeah. and stuff. But I think they handled it. For having some deeper drama and stuff, I think it was handled pretty well. It had some good questions of like, well, it's kind of like Gone Girl, that movie, where they're like, well, what's better? Like the kid with the not their parents' parents or with their actual parent? Like, you know, it's a, it's right. a weird push-pull if there's not an agreement on things. But yeah, they handled it pretty well. Pretty, Probably maybe one of their better handlings of a deep topic. And good acting in the process. Not, I mean, even the yeah. kid was doing pretty good. Well, I mean, Stan's probably Stan's probably the best actor of the kid of our main cast, and you can oh, tell like sure. that guy has still working today doing mm-hmm. big things. So um, there's there's that. Um, we also have a, a subplot with two sub other plots. Um, we'll we'll go with Jody and Dizzy um, are looking to find an apartment, uh, a nice relaxing home, nothing fancy, just a place that has potential. And uh, according to how like house hunters, they have a uh, he he's a he's a drummer in a band and he plums. Uh, she works a night shift as a nurse. They have twenty seven k to spend on an apartment. And um, 
they go looking at some places and then like uh alex dan and rita come because they need alex and rita have something to do this episode yes they were also just in the background it's another one of those don't worry folks do. apparently they're gonna have something to do next week oh give me start on that trailer i was just we'll rolling. talk about it we'll okay. talk about it we'll okay. talk about it um so yeah Ugh. So they like diss this apart uppity apartment lady during one of these. And then they I think they find a place that they're like would settle on. But then hey, Jody's got the coolest parents. Her dad like, you can live, you can live in this, but I got a place if you haven't signed, and it ends up being that house. Yeah. And like like every male he just looking forward to living with your in-laws or your future right. in-laws. Like that's what every <laughs> male's dream. Cause... But you can't, t- you, I mean, if he didn't go, like if he was trying to be like, no, mm-hmm. you can't stay with your parents. Like, they'll think I'm a dirtbag. It's like, no. Or trying to help while you get settled. Like, right. They, like, they don't want you guys living in some sketchy apartment for the baby. Come on. Yeah. So, yeah. But it turns out cute and nice. Yeah. And she can still make curtains. Right. Place. And I was like, oh, good for you, Jody. Now we're going to get into the uh, maybe the most entertaining of all these. Jimmy Bandisi is back from oh. the Swindler from uh, that uh, gave Cubic Zirconium to Dizzy. He's back. And now he's going to work on JT. He's got a car that he's going to offers him a hundred bucks to deliver it for him. And uh, they call it a deal at 175. And um, JT tricks like fucking JT. Hope first he gets really racist at uh, the band practice when he's like they're talking about some drummer and he's got he's a Hispanic name and he's like yeah it's only fancy because he's Hispanic or whatever. <laughs> I'm like okay JT. All right, back to being a dick. You Great. are who I thought you were. Um, but he like pulls Hope aside and like makes out with her. He's like you want to go on a road trip with me? I'm like oh god, do not. This is gonna this is gonna wind up bad for Hope. Like she's gonna get killed or shot or something. Right. He's not honest, and yeah. he just didn't want to go by himself. And he's like, oh, I can I can manipulate her. Yeah, she'll do whatever I want. He tries to pull some shit, and then, but Hope's like shows up. Okay, I'll go, and I'm like, oh no, Hope. Oh no. But she welcomed Lenny to be the third uh, wheel on this. Charlie Brown. Charles Barkley himself to cock block the entire road trip. Surprisingly, JT's like, okay, so I'm delivering this for the criminal guy. And he's like, open. I'm like, and Hope's like, oh, okay, cool. And, and, and Lenny's like, oh, fuck, no. No, no, no. But he ends up going. Um, they have a little musical moment with uh, Lenny playing guitar and JT singing and then like Hope videotaping them <laughs> in the convertible, like. Cause like the band, like everyone did too. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what all did. Yeah, just road tripping, and then they're like wondering about something's in the trunk, and they're all like, "What's in that trunk? What's in that trunk?" And like, we shouldn't look. And then Hope, like they they hear JT have a little moment, and it's like, she's like, he's been decent, but she wanted Lenny to be a chaperone or something. And then they get to this hotel room, and they're like all over each other, and Lenny's like, "I'm gonna go out." Side. like mm-hmm. no thoughts about Lenny and then JT's like yo can you sleep in the car 
And Lady's like, I'm not going to say this dang car, but no. there's probably a dead body well, in the trunk. And he's like, Did you not see this newspaper article? What well, are we getting into? He's like, see that car over there? It's been following us. <laughs> he's been he's more here. neurotic. <laughs> I like I like Lenny in this episode. Yeah. And then he sleeps on the floor by the bed while they're like heavy petting. I'm like, oh, God, come on. <laughs> Fucking poor <laughs> Lenny. I through that in college, which I still don't really know how old they are. In the- what grade they're like, they're out of college. And trying to start real lives, I thought. Yeah. When Hope was going to go to law school. Yeah. In that last episode, I still get confused. But, you know, like JT could have been like, just be happy it's not Natalie Lenny. <laughs> yeah. Where's she at? Yeah. With the, she's, uh, she, oh, I, she, she's just out being, oh, oh so pretty. Like, <laughs> she's so, she's so pretty. I knew we wouldn't see her again. Oh, but um, I didn't think we wouldn't see. Uh, was it Jimmy? Yeah, Surprise, he's Jim, back. Yeah, it's he's exciting. back. This is good. This is good. They the car ends up breaking down when they get lost. Um, then they deliver it late to the very mob like guys. Like you didn't look in the trunk, did you? And it's like oh shit. And they pull it out at like a hat box, but it's got like a a big bow on it. And they put it on the windshield and they bring out some old ladies like surprise, like his old mother. I'm like. Ah, he bought his mom a car. Humor. All right, Heights. All right. <laughs> all right. Fun. And yeah, really fun. we wrap it all up with Stan and Tyree fishing and talking about his mom and bring back. How do you talk to an angel reprise is a little bit. I'm like, oh, okay. They're, they're really on the song now, but I, I like they. uh, well, the next time trailer, Alex and Rita go to the bone zone. So it's finally happening. Yeah, yeah, it's not really happening to Oh me. my gosh. Just the, the intimate scenes that they're showing. Like to me, again, that's like the most scandalous thing I could see as a kid. But mm-hmm. like, awesome. Oh my gosh. Look what they're doing. They're naked. Yeah. You know, it's like the close up on the hands, whatever, squishing. <laughs> or what do you call it? Holding hands. I don't know what you call that. You've been waiting seven episodes, but now <laughs> they're going to have sex. Oh, I thought they've been doing it the whole time. Yeah, I was like, wait, they're not like what? They're the are pure them, couple. Are, like, are they all virgins? Yeah, like or, except yeah. for Dizzy and Joey. Oh, Lenny is. I mean, come on. Yeah, Lenny. Natalie um, wouldn't even touch it. I did. I did know. <laughs> Please, Natalie. I wrote a song. You kind of have to now. Come on. Oh, no. Just no. first. Oh. Coffee. Okay. Yeah, uh, did you notice, so during the credits, there was the the announcers like, you can win a walk-on role in a future episode of The Heights. And I, I was did, like... I didn't, I didn't. And I was like, did this ever work out? Did this... Oh my uh, gosh. Did the person who won this, was there a winner? And did they get to fulfill this? I bet there wasn't. Or there were some clauses like, unless we get canceled, then... You'll get a Fox swag. These are weird things like that happen. Like, or you had to get a walk on role to another TV show. It's the only way they can cover it. Right. Cause this is like, so being the Halloween fanatic I had, I am. When Halloween Resurrection came out, they had a contest. Uh, This was, that movie came out in 2002. And they had a contest like, you can, you know, for to promote the movie, win a walk on role in the next Halloween movie. This is 2002. It's like, oh, okay. So he'd be in the sequel to Halloween Resurrection. Well, that movie did not meet expectations and was pretty reviled. And um, someone won that role, but they wouldn't get to like cash in on it till Rob Zombie's 2007 film Halloween. So we waited five years 
before being able to get their winning and they they did put the person in the film but wow how things changed from when you won that contest to when you cashed when it got cashed in like you were supposed to because they were trying to put something out in 2003 or 2004 they didn't end up getting something in theaters till labor day 2007 and wow <laughs> do you remember so, what the role was they got to do like they put her talk? in like a they put her in like a convenience store to get like yeah. a, like a line or something like that it was some i, I remember because uh they they put her on this documentary that they did at like a convention for like the um 30 i think it was the 30th anniversary they did a documentary and they they had her there like oh you excited to be in the sequel to halloween? yeah i am and it ends up being rob zombie's halloween but yeah so it's oh, funny yeah it's crazy these walk i'm like that's a risky thing especially if you're a show that you probably i mean this got its front 13 ordered that's usually what you have if you do well you get the back now you get the back nine get 22 or sometimes 11 but or, or back 12, i can't wait so. for next week's episode because yeah. i guess they would still keep promoting it probably chances are oh yeah the, the contest may have lasted more than a week yeah we have our winner for episode 14 oh <laughs> for to for a walk on roll in season two of the heights or maybe they did film something but they just never released it oh that's possible that's possible if you are listening to this podcast and you were the winner contact us come come on you can win a walk on roll to talk about an episode of the heights with us so how's that if you were that person who won we'd love to hear from amazing you. we'd love to hear from you and also what you check your taco bell in your area just yeah if you have chili have. cheese burritos bring them with you tell us what jamie walters smelled like was rita actually nice was jody really pregnant like these things <laughs> we got to know and how much of an asshole was jt like yeah what product is he using in his hair mm-hmm. yep so these things we want to know but this gig is over until next time uh, we play jessica where can people keep up with y'all? Over on Twitter at JN Allsman, on Instagram at Jessica Allsman, A L S M A N. I feel like I have to spell that out. And uh, hey, over at the Bob and Tom show, you can uh, find some stuff and things, bobandtom.com. Mm-hmm. Is Bits and Pieces still going? Oh, yeah. We're doing the Bob and Tom show, Bits and Pieces podcast. You can find that wherever you listen to podcasts, covering a lot of the classic Bob and Tom show um, bits, songs. Um, some segments you've probably heard from the past. Maybe your dad did. Maybe you do now. You, you're, you know, it's for the whole family. It's just for generations. There we go. Out. There we go. And I apologize. In the first episode I posted of this, I I didn't notice till it posted that day. The art, I put bit and pieces, but there's more than one bit. So it's been corrected. But yes. It's such a good saying. bit. We only needed one bit. Boom. We just talk about one bit. And a lot of pieces. So uh, <laughs> I'm on Twitter and Instagram at brand 4 kuhd Written work on whysoblue.com. There's more from the Brandon Peter Show this week. But until then... Brandon, how do you talk to an angel? Okay. Well, I like to go... Uh, I go and I grab Star Wars. My Blu-ray. Or my 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray now. I pop it in. I uh, get through the, the logos, the warnings, and then I get the menu, make sure my audio is correct, and then I press play. And then uh, first up is the uh, Lucasfilm, well, 20th Century Fox logo. I'll go with the classic ones. Uh, that The fanfare plays, it fades down. The Lucasfilm logo comes up, and then you get like blue lettering with a long time ago and a galaxy far, far away. You get that 
wonderful pause and then boom star wars and then i'm looking in the background i'm looking in the background and i see one little twinkle and it moves i go like this and i got it just grab it and i got it and it's just it's just like if i had a conversation with carrie fisher thank you for listening the brandon peters show is a creative zombie studios production Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Alsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetershow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found. <laughs>